0: What's up everyone? Welcome back to the marketing Nomad show. It's your favorite marketer and podcast host Prit. Alrighty guys, this is episode number 45 and today we're going to be talking about how to handle an unhappy client. Now you're probably gonna look at me at this point and wonder, why do we need to prep ourselves for an unhappy client? I mean shouldn't we be preparing for that not to happen in the first place? And here's my answer to that. Something that I've realized in my journey as a business owner and entrepreneur is that it is part of the process you know at some point someone's not going to be happy with what you do or someone 's expectations is not going to be met by what you do and it is all part of the process. yes, as much as possible, we want to minimize that, but it actually helps to be prepared for when you might encounter a client who is unhappy with the services that you offered or the product that you delivered, okay? So um, this is probably, let me give you guys a small backstory before we get into today's podcast episode. And frankly, I was grossly underprepared when I actually had to deal with my first unhappy client And that's actually the reason why I decided to record this podcast episode. It's not that I hadn't dealt with unhappy clients before when I was working as a marketer at a top solar firm. Yes, we would get get negative reviews and, you know, there would be a proper process to deal with them. But when it comes to your own business, it's a whole different ball game, And the reason is that because it's your business and because it is your service or your product, you are so much more emotionally invested in the whole thing, which means there is a lot of room for you to make mistakes along the way. Okay, and so I would say, yes, I was grossly underprepared when it came to dealing with an unhappy client and not because I hadn't dealt with unhappy clients before. I just hadn't dealt with unhappy clients for my business. Okay, and it was also in that time that I realized that, you know, thinking about minimizing the unhappiness before it comes along. It's probably, yes, a great way to go, but it also would have helped me if I was prepared or I had certain steps in place for me to deal with an unhappy client. Because you're so emotionally charged up at that point, in that moment, it's just better for you to emotionally disconnect, have certain steps in place so that you can just follow through like step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, and then you can just go through the motions of it without getting too emotionally invested okay and yes this was definitely a mistake that I made and I will talk about my experience at the end of the podcast episode in case you guys are interested but let's go over the steps that I would love for you to kind of keep in your mind when you deal with an unhappy client so probably someone's left you a bad review somewhere or you've just received a negative email in your inbox right now okay so that's what this entire podcast episode is going to be about. The the next five steps for you to take when you get an unhappy client for your business, okay? Now, before we get into this podcast episode, for those of you who are new to this podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am the Marketing Nomad. My name is Prit. I'm a business owner, Etsy shop owner, marketing strategist, dog lover, entrepreneur, all of those fun, fun stuffs. I am Currently offering one-on-one marketing strategy consultations. There are three packages available, the one-month package, two-month package, and the four-month package. I'm also offering Instagram audits for you to scale your business on Instagram, all right? So those are the two services that I am offering at the moment. If you are looking to grow and get leads on Instagram and you kind of want a roadmap for it, I do have a free masterclass. Yep, you heard that right, guys. This is a free online training just for you. It's about an hour long. It comes with an awesome workbook and I will leave the details in the description box below. And it's super, super effective for you to implement Actionable long term techniques to grow your business on Instagram and of course, get leads, make sales. Okay, guys, so all of those links are in the description box below. Okay, now let's get into step number one. The first step is actually not to react immediately. And uh, when I first, uh, you know, received news that this client was unhappy. I immediately reacted because I was so emotionally charged. And yes, my response was profusely apologizing, but I later realized that that was not the right way to go. So your natural instinct when you receive like a bad review or you receive probably a negative email is for you to react immediately. Like you just want to say sorry, or sometimes you probably get pissed off. That happens as well. And you just want to kind of blow up and get defensive Either of those reactions at that moment is not the best way to go. What is the best way to go is take some time to cool down, to take a step back from everything, emotionally detach from that email, from that bad review, from that text, from that DM, whatever it is, take some time to emotionally detach. And probably sleep on it if you have to as well. What this does is it starts to put you in an objective position instead of a subjective position, okay? When you start to look at the entire situation objectively, it becomes that much more easier for you to deal with the situation, okay? Like I said, guys, this was the mistake that I made when I first um, received news of an unhappy client. Now, the second step is to check the details of their claim. If you realize what I'm saying, both step one and step two is not to respond to them. Okay, I wanna make that absolutely clear, guys. Step one is not to react, and step two is to check the details of their claim, okay? Maybe they had a problem with your customer service representative. Maybe you wanna talk to them and ask them what happened. Maybe they said that a product link was not working. Maybe you want to go check out what actually happened with that product. And guys, this happened to me. A client reached out to me really angry and she said that she was not able to access any of the product links in my product. And that was a little weird for me because I had made 30 sales before her and none of them ever said that the link was not working. So the right thing for me to do at that point was to have checked what, was, what exactly was she talking about? But instead, instead of checking out the details of her claim, I actually just profusely apologized for the entire thing because I was acting impulsively. I was acting on more of an, the emotional side of me, okay? So if I had taken the time to check the details of the claim, I would have realized that actually she was not clicking the right link. Okay. And that was actually, I could have just led her on there and told her, maybe I can hop with a video call for you. I mean, maybe I can hop on a video call with you and we can, I can manually, you know, take you through the path of clicking the link or whatever. There were ways, different ways that I could have gone about this instead of just right off the bat, apologizing profusely and um, not knowing what to do because I didn't understand what her claim was. So Honestly, I had no next steps for her, right? I was like, okay, I have no idea what's happening, uh, but let me apologize kind of thing. It was was crappy, guys. Not the best way to go. Please do not do that, okay? So step number two is take some time to check the details of the claim. Is it legit, okay? Or if it's not legit, then what possibly could have happened? What could have gone wrong over here, okay? So figuring all of that out is a great number step two. I don't know why I got confused over there. I was gonna say number two, and then I was gonna say step two, and then I don't know what that became number step two. Okay, well, let's move on, guys. Now, step number three is when you actually respond to them, okay? So, yes, if there was a mistake on your end, you will apologize, you will accept, and uh, you know, you will let them know that this was a mistake and all of those things and if the mistake is not on your end it's probably an oversight on their end then again you will politely let them know in an email or a response to the review okay whatever it is because you've done step one and step two a you're emotionally detached from the situation b you're not in your emotional crazy side and you're not reacting on an impulse Three, you actually know what has happened in the situation and you can apologize to them if you have to. You can give them next actionable steps if, they, if you have to. Or you can just tell them that, hey, this was an oversight on your end. That's not the way to go, but this is the way to go kind of thing, okay? So that is step number three. Step number four is find solutions to it if possible. So at this point, you know you're calm, you're feeling awesome despite having, you know, maybe a bad review or a negative comment or a negative feedback, and you're actively finding solutions to make the experience for your client better. Because you have emotionally detached from this entire situation, it becomes that much more easier for you to find solutions for your client objectively, okay? So you're able to hold yourself accountable objectively, and you're also able to find solutions for them objectively as well. So maybe you want to send out a response email or a response review saying, you know, I'm sorry that this happened, I apologize, and we will look into this, or you can tell them that we have looked into this and this is our solution for it, or we will make sure that this will not repeat again. Whatever your response may be appropriate to the situation, you know it, okay, because it's based on every situation, guys. It's really different. Um, But at that point, you will know what the right solution is. Okay, And that's important. Finding a solution is important. Even if you just have to tell your client, hey, I'm sorry, I messed up. This will not repeat again. Or we have put processes in place right now so that this mistake will not repeat to other people. That's more than enough, guys. That itself is a huge solution on its end. And of course, if it was an oversight on your client's end, then you probably have next steps for them to take so that they can fix whatever it is that, um, you know, went through or whatever their problem was, you still have solutions for that, okay? Now, the fifth step and the most important step that I think a lot of businesses, uh, you know, fail to do is to follow up, Okay give it some time, give it like a week or two um, for the entire experience to sink in and to probably uh, get your client to calm down about whatever happened and then follow up. And the reason why follow ups are so, so important is A, it gives your client a chance to maybe come back to you saying, okay, well, I understand what happened or I'm okay now. And You're leaving them with a positive feeling for the entire experience. So maybe if they want to talk to their friends about you, they can say, well, there was a hiccup, but they fixed it and they were super awesome about it. You know, you're changing the narrative of the entire experience for your client. So follow-ups are also super, super important. Now, in another situation, for example, they've left a bad review and when you follow up, Maybe at that point, they're feeling pretty awesome about you know how you handled this entire situation and you never know, guys. They might even just change their review, give you a better review because they know that you've tried to make them feel better and you genuinely were interested in their well-being throughout this entire experience. So whatever that may be, either situations or however this may play out, Step number five is super, super important. So give it some time, give it like a week, give it like a two week gap and then follow up. Just ask them if, you know, everything else is okay. If they have any questions, they can reach out to you. It's that level of customer service that you can deliver that will really change the way they look at your business as well. They will start to look at your business as a business that cares. And that's always, always, always the best way to go. OK, so these are the five steps that I would absolutely recommend you taking every time you do get um, a, you get into a situation with an unhappy client or a, an unhappy customer or someone who doesn't, you know, you know, isn't very happy with your process. OK, and one more thing that I do want to put out is. A customer or a client that actually tells you they are unhappy is a customer that actually wants you to improve and they're giving you a chance to make things better, okay? And that's, of course, in most cases. In some cases, you might have... um, you know, a customer or a client who's being malicious. And in other cases, you might have a customer or client that has made a mistake themselves, and they're trying to pin it on you. But those cases are very, very, very minute. And it's a little rare to find cases like that, though there are, and I did go through them. But for the most part, uh, you will figure out from their tone and their language and all of those things, you will figure out that yes, this client actually is looking out for my business, and wants me to step up for them. And that's okay, guys. Honestly, just because you get a negative review or um, a feedback, yes, it can be absolutely devastating. But at the same time, if you take that as an opportunity for you to grow, it just makes your entire mindset so much better at dealing with the situation. Okay? So, Let's talk a little bit about me. Okay, so we're done with the five steps. I'll just tell you a small recap of the experience that I went through and the mistakes that I made. It's uh, really, really cringy for me to talk about it. But I think that talking about my experience will help you in some way. So if you are interested, you know, feel free to stick around for the next couple more minutes for me to talk about my experience. And for those of you who are, you know, you're all set with the five steps. Well, thank you so much for listening all the way up until here. Okay. Okay, guys. So now let's talk about my experience. So I actually received a negative review. And my immediate response was to apologize for it because I was just so horrified that I made a mistake. And for those of you don't know, I am a little hard on myself. It's not the best way to go, but you know, that's what it is. I am working on it. So I apologize profusely and all of those things. And I, because I, you know, I did not check the details of their claims. I had no solution for them, which actually pissed the client even more. And after, you know, they were upset that I could not do anything to fix that problem. I started to cool down because I was so emotionally charged, right? I started to cool down, take a step back, cool down and think about what they said. And I realized that I had made 30 sales of that product beforehand. And not one of them had reached out to me with a problem. And then I was like, hey, then what's happening over here? And you know, it was in that when I cooled down, I was able to think about the entire process. And I was like, maybe it's not my fault maybe it's something on their end maybe they didn't click the right link or maybe they did something else in the process that made them not access the link or whatever it was then i calmed down and i started researching what were the possible ways of getting this error message and i realized that the client had actually um clicked copy link instead of just directly clicking the link and when they copied the link it did not give them access to the product however if they had just clicked the link then they would have gotten access to the entire product so if i had taken some time not to react uh, impulsively and not to react because i was just so horrified and i was just so emotional about the whole thing i would have actually taken some time to check the details and then My reply or response to them would have been so much more positive. I mean, not that apologies, the apology was not positive. I was really, really sweet and stuff like that. But I think that my response to them would have been more accurate to the situation and would have been helpful to them. Okay, and I would have reached out to them, letting them know that they just have to click the link and not click copy link, which is why there was this confusion. And you never know, guys, they might have even left me a better review. And it was through this entire experience that I realized all of these five steps. And now I have them in place for my business so that I emotionally detach when this happens in the future or if it happens. I know exactly what to do and if you ask me what happened to the entire situation, that person stopped responding after I sent them the apology and even though I reached out to them for more details and I also reached out to them letting them know that this might be the reason why, they just stopped responding because the whole experience was just not a positive one for them and that I think was completely my fault because I reacted so impulsively and I didn't even take time to check their claim and to figure out a solution for them. So yes, guys, <laughs> I make mistakes too. And this was this was gut-wrenching pain, guys. It was really quite bad for me to deal with. And even realizing the fact that this was not my fault at the end hurt me even more and took me some time to get over the entire situation. It was really, really painful for me to go through this. Well, which is why, I guess, I created this podcast episode so that, you know, you don't go through the same thing as well and you are better equipped to prepare for a situation like this because you never know when it will come. And it's just always good to be prepared, I guess, I would say. So yeah, in the end, the review is still there. There's nothing I can do about it. This person's non-responsive. If I were to send them another email, then they would probably book me for harassment, which is quite a legit thing, right? Because I'm emailing emailing them three times in a row without them responding. So there is really nothing I can do in this situation at all. And it's kind of sad, but at the same time, I've accepted it. And it's made me more smarter in terms of handling these kind of situations the next time. And I guess I want to put it out there that because this is your business, because this is your baby, there is a lot of emotions involved okay as a business owner you it is quite but natural so having these processes in place will just give you that chance of taking a step back and while you're going through the motions of the processes it just gives you time to cool down and look at the situation from a third-party perspective without emotional without the emotional attachment or without any uh, feelings involved in the entire situation. Okay, guys, so that was a little bit of a heartfelt uh, episode from me uh, talking about my experience. It's really cringy, as I told you, but you know, I'm learning too, guys. I make mistakes as well. And that's exactly why I started this podcast episode. I mean, why exactly I started this podcast. I mean, whatever mistakes I make or whatever I learn along the way, I'm just here to share that experience with you as well. So if you liked this podcast episode, please do leave me a review because every time you do, it helps me with my ranking and it helps me help other business owners such as yourself to scale their business to infinity and beyond. (laughs) Other than that, thank you so much for listening all the way up until here. If you guys are interested, I do have my one-on-one marketing strategy consultation packages available if you'd like to use my help to grow your business. I also do have Instagram audits available if you want me to help you with growing your business on Instagram, growing that quality following and making sales. If you are not interested in any of my paid services but you really do want to grow and get leads on Instagram, I do have a free masterclass just for you. All of those links are in the description box below, guys. I am going to call this episode, um, I'm going to say bye-bye, I guess. I think you guys can clearly make out that I get so awkward when it comes to saying goodbye for a podcast episode. I just don't know how to say it, okay? It's probably also very true in real life as well. I just don't know how to say bye to people okay just awkwardly walk away and just probably say give a wave or something it's really awkward for me okay i will stop talking now guys thank you so so much i hope you guys are doing super super awesome i hope you're staying super safe and healthy as well i'll catch you guys in my next podcast episode Bye bye